When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. It is time to chat about a few bowl games. All right. Of course, we're going to start with the CFP games. Now, I've already talked in the past about the travesty that happened to Florida State. All right. I support any lawsuits they may file, anything the Florida Attorney General might do. Now, we got some actual games to talk about. You got Michigan, Alabama. You got Washington, Texas. This could be the most intriguing college football playoff as far as matchups, potentially with good games as well that we've ever seen. Okay. I thought the first year with Ohio State and, and Cardale Jones, third string, and then beating Alabama, okay. I know Oregon kind of mollywhopped uh, Florida State in the, in the Rose Bowl, and Jamie Winston ended up throwing the ball backwards, and Oregon ran it in. But I think it was interesting for a while. Plus, it was it was Florida State. It was the Rose Bowl. It was Jameis Winston, I mean. It was the Rose Bowl. And then you got the upset of a mighty Alabama by a third-string quarterback and Urban Meyer and Ohio State. To this day, I've always felt like that was probably the most intriguing college football playoff ever. The first one, the last one with four teams ever, because we go to 12 next year, could potentially be along those same lines, if not even better, just based on the matchups. The games were hard to pick. Like, I had a really hard time trying to pick who I thought the winner was going to be in each game. I know who I initially thought, and I've gone back and forth, and I've even given my opinion here on the air in the past, and they haven't played the game yet, so I reserve the right to change my opinion up until game time. But I'm sticking with the the folks I had before. So let's talk first about Michigan, Alabama. Now, as I looked at it this morning, Alabama, Michigan was a pick'em game. All right. When I initially looked at it, all right, Michigan was favored by a point and a half. Now, these are the two winningest college football programs of all time. You just look at total amounts of wins. All right, this is Alabama's eighth. uh, college football playoff appearance and they're trying to win their fourth national title in the CFP era now when you look at the predictor percentages of who's got the best odds to win the national championship with these four playoff teams all right they had Michigan at 34% Alabama 34% Texas at 22 and a half and man poor old Washington nine and a half they don't think much of them I guess the the, uh, predictors anyways so you look at Michigan This is a team that a lot of the year, most people said, was the most well-rounded team in the country. 
Then all of a sudden you start to hear about how they don't throw the ball that well and J.J. McCarthy didn't play well down the stretch and things of that nature and maybe they don't have the talent on the outside to make big plays against Bama's defense and they don't have the ability, all right, to corral Jalen Melrose, Alabama's very, very athletic quarterback, really since Alabama's bye week. Okay, Saban clearly made some adjustments, but this he may be the most improved player in all of college football, Jalen Melrose. Nick Saban started calling a lot more quarterback-designed runs and keeping defenses off balance. Melrose clearly became comfortable in his role, and he's played a lot better since. He's gone from being the biggest liability on the team to a wild card slash impact player that opposing defenses now have to be concerned about legitly in the college football playoff. Now, you look at Michigan. They, they didn't reach 300 yards of total offense in three of their last four games, and their passing game did struggle. But part of that, you remember Penn State, they didn't run the ball, or they didn't pass the ball the entire second half. They just said, we're going to line up and hit you in the mouth. One of the best defenses in the entire freaking country. It's not because they couldn't throw the ball. They didn't have to throw the ball. It was that simple. It was kind of the same story last year with J.J. McCarthy when everyone was like, oh, he's not playing that well. But then when they needed him to actually make plays against Ohio State, boom, there he was. All right, and it wasn't the Michigan's offense. They had some turnovers in that Fiesta Bowl versus TCU. But uh, what they give up? 50-some points to TCU. It was their defense that let them down, and that's why they lost. So I still believe J.J. McCarthy. I never understood the Heisman hype he was getting for a while, but he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the country. He's athletic. He can throw. He's going to be tested. Okay, as someone who is predicting Michigan to win this game, the biggest trepidation I have, because I know Michigan's motivated. A lot of those guys came back to try to win a national title, guys that could have gone on to the NFL. The biggest trepidation I have is when I watch the video of their reaction of when they found out they were going to play Alabama. They were not excited to play Alabama. That is my biggest trepidation because Alabama's coming off beating Georgia, a team that, I mean, you beat Georgia, you ain't going to be intimidated by nobody. And then you got Michigan here who clearly wasn't excited to play Alabama. I did not like that. That is my only trepidation. I'm going to stick with Michigan to win this game. I watched that Alabama team struggle versus USF early on in the year. I watched them not get dominated by Texas, but clearly outplayed. I watched them pull a rabbit out of their keisters against Auburn. Then, now they're the SEC champs. They went on and beat Georgia. We all know what that means. So they're clearly capable of beating Michigan. This is a Michigan team who's got one of the best defenses in the country. They're physical. And my one concern is they they have not faced an athletic quarterback like Jalen Melrose this year. I'm not saying they can't they can't defend him. Not saying that. We don't know. I'm saying we don't know because they haven't faced it. We don't know what's going to happen. All right. I'm going to take Michigan in a low-scoring slugfest. And I'm going to stick with that. I think this is the best Michigan team Harbaugh's had. If Michigan goes on, I, I know, the sign stealing, all that stuff. I'm going to leave that for another day. And if Michigan goes on to win the national title, there's an argument to be made that this is the best if they win the national title. There's an argument to be made that this may be the best Michigan team they've ever had. And, yes, that includes 97, who would have lost to Nebraska, and all the other good Michigan teams they've had along the line. By the way, they don't have a lot of national titles in Michigan, just so you know. A lot of wins, not a lot of national titles, though. I looked up a stat at one point, and it was, it was a while ago. But if I remember right, Nebraska, 
either has the same amount of national titles as all the other schools in the Big Ten combined, or it's a tie. Like, we have five, and all the other schools combined have five. But I'd have to go back and, and double-check. That was a few years ago. But there's a lot of good schools, a lot of success, and obviously Nebraska's not not anywhere near the top of that totem pole right now. But I'm just saying, if Michigan goes on to win, they, they have an argument that maybe this is their best team ever, and I know they're always going to have the sign-stealing thing that people pull out. Okay, just like Deflategate, just like Spygate with the Patriots, Tom Brady, and the like. And that's that's understandable. I get that. I got Michigan low-scoring slugfest. All right, let's talk about, so that's the Rose Bowl. Awesome backdrop and setting each and every year. Let's talk about Washington, Texas. I think this is going to be a high-scoring, fun game to watch. All right, so right now, Texas is a four-point favorite. Texas has the advantage in the trenches. They have the better offensive line. They have the better defensive line. They have maybe the best defensive tackle duo in the entire country from award winners to first-round draft picks to be. And so that gives Texas a gigantic advantage. I think part of the reason Texas is favorite is brand. People here, Texas football, Washington football, they're going to give the edge to Texas. I think Texas is a very good football team. and Frankly, they look like a national championship team if you just look at them and just look at how they're put together physically. I think a little bit of the brand is influencing how people view this game. I think the fact that Texas has the advantage in the trenches is gargantuan. I think this could be a matchup issue for Texas. I also think that Washington and what they've done this year has been undervalued. They went undefeated in what was the this year in the entire country. What they, they they finished playing like six straight weeks versus six ranked teams. I take that back. I think it was five out of six because Washington State was not ranked. And that was an in-state rivalry game that came down to the, to the last play, a game-winning field goal. The last time those schools are going to play for who knows how long. So Washington State laid it out all on the line. And they- What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's found ways to win. And when they beat Oregon a second time, and they didn't just beat them, they were clearly the better team. That impressed me to no end. I think I think the fact that they have eight eight wins by one score, I think that skews how, pe- how people uh, view them. I know that there was about a two or three game stretch where Michael Penix Jr. was incredibly sick. He wasn't even allowed to be around his teammates. And he didn't play well. Probably contributed to that. They have eight one score wins, which is the most of any college football playoff team in the CFP era. And I get that. I also think they played a tough schedule. I think more than anything, here's why I'm picking Washington in another close game. I don't know that this is going to be a slugfest. Texas would like to make it a slugfest. Washington would not, although they ran the ball very well versus Oregon. I think it's a matchup issue. You've got the number one pass offense in the entire country, a future first-round draft pick at the quarterback position in Michael Phoenix, maybe top 15, top 10. You have three NFL wide receivers for Washington. And then Texas, what's their weakness? They're 96th in the country in pass defense. They may be not very good at what Washington is really good at. They're not very good at stopping what Washington is very good at doing. And that's going to lead to some fun for fans, some points. And I still think Washington's underrated and underappreciated. I would not be shocked. One iota. Horns down, by the way, if Texas wins this game. Because like I said, they look like a national title team. Remember, they went into Alabama and they were clearly the better team and won by double digits on the road. But I'm going to go with Washington. I think Washington's being overlooked, and I think they're really good at doing what Texas has a hard time stopping. The key to Michigan beating Alabama is whether they can contain all right, Jalen Melrow, the quarterback. The key to Washington, Texas, is whether Washington can, can protect Michael Penix Jr. If they can protect him and he has time to dissect that secondary, I like Washington's chances. I think that's the biggest key in those two games. All right, so let's get to some of the other games. New Year's six games. Oregon and Liberty. I mean, I always like look watching the Cinderella Bowl. It's what I call the New Year's six game every year that has the G5 team in it. I just, he is the number one rush offense in the country. They're the only team in the entire country that averages over 300 rushing yards per game. They average 303 uh, rush yards per game. Okay, but Oregon is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under 65. There's going to be a lot of points. I do think Liberty will keep it close for about a 10 plays. Okay. And they're going to come out on fire. They're going to be uber-motivated. I don't know how motivated Oregon's going to be. I believe Bo Nix is going to play this game, and that's huge. At least that's what the rumor anyways. But Oregon's going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be close. It will be interesting for a while until it's not. All right, Penn State Ole Miss. This was probably the toughest bowl game for me to pick. All right. You've got Penn State, who had a letdown on offense this year, had a great season. Great defense. They don't score much on offense. You've got Ole Miss, who is capable of putting up points on offense. I think they're pretty evenly matched. I think when Ole Miss's offense is on the field versus Penn State defense, that's the matchup to watch. Okay. All right. I'm going with Ole Miss. Not a lot of confidence in it. But I I do think it's actually one of the more intriguing bowl games to watch this year. All right. Penn State, obviously, 
they have most everybody playing in the bowl game with Chelsea, but obviously they're without their offensive coordinator, but he wasn't doing great. Anyway, so we'll see how that all plays out come the bowl game. Now, Ohio State, so I've got Ole Miss in a close game. I think the more fast-paced that game becomes, the more it favors Ole Miss, the more of a slugfest it is, and lower scoring it is, the better it favors Penn State. You look at Ohio State, Missouri. You've got quarterbacks, like obviously Kyle McCord's not going to play. Ohio State's dealing with a bunch of opt-outs. I think Ohio State's the better football team. Missouri has played some pretty good teams, and you know they, they look decent against you know teams like Georgia and Alabama. They didn't get ran off the field at all. They played some pretty good teams, and they're a very good football team. I think Ohio State's just a better football team, but Ohio State didn't want to be in this game. The, the, their quarterback is gone. They've got all sorts of opt-outs all over the place. They don't want to play in this game. Missouri, it's been a while since they've been in a game like this. They're excited. I am picking Missouri because they want to be there, and Ohio State does not. All right. Now, another game that's interesting to me, the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Okay, the who can get to two points first and win the game bowl. You got number 20, Iowa, 10 and 2. All right, you got Tennessee, number 25, 8 and 4. Now, we know Iowa's offense, not great. Understatement of the millennium. Their defense is phenomenal. But I looked up this stat. The highest-ranked offense that Iowa faced all year was 60th in the country, or, or in the 60s, and that was Michigan. That was it. They haven't faced an offense better than that. Now, Tennessee, a lot more explosiveness, a lot more ability to put up points, right? Well, here's the thing that makes me nervous about Tennessee, and I am going to pick Tennessee. Tennessee against the two best defenses they faced all year, so Missouri, they scored seven points. In Georgia, they scored 10. That's an average of eight and a half points a game when they play a really good defense. So I'm going to go with Tennessee, but it's going to be low scoring, and again, it might be three to two, two to zero. Who knows? Six to four. All right. Let's see what else I got here notes wise. I will give Iowa this. Regular season wise, they could have actually been 11 and one had that calling as Minnesota not been blown. So they do find ways to win. I am going to pick Tennessee to win this game, though. All right, let's go here. Oklahoma, Arizona. Arizona is one of the hottest teams in the country. Oklahoma, do they even want to be here? I don't know. They don't have Dylan Gabriel. Okay. I think this would be a great game no matter what. I think the fact that Arizona's red hot, they're going to be excited. I don't think they've ever played in the Alamo Bowl. By the way, enjoy the river walk. Phenomenal time. Be safe. Don't be stupid. All right. I'm going to go with Arizona because they're a lot hotter. This one was intriguing to me because SMU should have been in the New Year's Six Bowl over Liberty. I think that game versus Oregon, if it's SMU instead of Liberty, is a lot more interesting. A future ACC game is what this is because SMU is going to be in the ACC next year. Playing Boston College. All right. I've got SMU winning this one. And honestly, I got it kind of fairly decisively. All right. Last couple games I got here. We'll move on. James Madison, who was not going to be allowed to play in a bowl game, which was ridiculous. So I'm glad they're in the bowl game. All right. They're going to be excited to be here. All right, this is the number one rush defense in the country in James Madison. Their only loss was to App State, who's a pretty good team. Number 24 team in the country, they're playing Air Force, the number two rush offense in the country. So what do you think the key to that game is? Can Air Force run the ball? Can James Madison stop the run? That's the key to that game. All right, now they averaged 276 yards rushing per game. They were number one in rushing and near 300 yards a game until their last four games. Through eight games, they were 8-0. They lost their last four games, and frankly, Air Force looked pretty bad. No momentum going into this bowl game. James Madison's first ever bowl game ever. I'm going James Madison. All right. 
Let's see. No, I'm not going to talk South Alabama, Eastern Michigan. That ain't exciting, even for me. Scott Frost, least favorite, least favorite team right there. All right, here's the last one that's interesting to me, the Pop-Tart Bowl. This is where everybody wants to be, the Pop-Tart Bowl. Bunch of Pop-Tarts out there running around. All right, you got two ranked teams. That's why it's interesting to me. Number 25, Kansas State. Number 16, NC State. All right, now Kansas State's actually interesting because they're, they're freshman quarterback. He's actually the reason that Will Howard's in the transfer portal because because Will Howard's, Howard's a good football player. But they started sharing a lot of time, and this guy can make plays with his legs. Avery Johnson, a freshman quarterback to keep your eye on in the future going forward. And if, you know, you're interested in something like this, Keegan Johnson, all right, he's on he's on uh, Kansas State this year as well. Keep your eye on him if you want in this bowl game. Now, here's it's two ranked teams. I'm excited to watch the freshman quarterback for Kansas State, but – Okay, Dave Doran has had the Wolfpack in bowl games 11 of his 13 years as a head coach. But here's what really made it interesting for me, because NC State should be motivated to win this game because of this. And then we're going to head to commercial break. They've only had one. they got nine wins right now. NC State, in all their years as a football program, they've only got one 10-win season in the history of their program. They win this bowl game, they'll have their second. And it's been a long time since they had that other 10-win season. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. We got the people segment. Some of your questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, or otherwise, call or text 402 464 5685 right after this break. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.